Welcome to FMH InsureCast, a podcast created by Farmers Mutual Hale, designed to deliver expertise and insights from trusted FMH team members and industry experts. Each new episode will dive into new products, industry updates, and innovative solutions. Let's get to today's topic. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the FMH InsureCast. I am Ryan Bennis, and I am actually on the road right now as we're starting to meet with agents and farmers to get prepped to make some crop insurance decisions for the spring of 2024. Uh, so that's what we'll be talking about today. So if you do hear any extra noises or any garbled uh, signals, uh, I apologize. I'm actually stuck in between a Dunkin' Donuts and a McDonald's right now. So that's life on the road. And my guest today is one of our regional trainers, Kelly Lewitt who is one of the first to learn what updates are being made for the crop insurance program. She gets the pleasure of being in front of uh, NCIS and RMA, where they give the the freshest updates. So welcome to the show, Kelly. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. So before we get too far, Kelly, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and, and what you do for FMH. All right. Well, this year actually marks my 10th year here at Farmers Mutual Hale. I first started out in underwriting, and now I am a regional trainer for the north central region of the country. So Iowa and Wisconsin are my territory. I did not grow up in agriculture, although being from Iowa, you're never too far away from it. Um, And my husband and I live just a few minutes away from the home office here in Des Moines, Iowa, and have a two-year-old son that keeps us very busy. Well, thank you, Kelly, for that introduction. Um, today, we're going to give listeners a preview of what updates you've been learning about so that they know what to look out for in our spring update meetings and our farmer meetings. So tell us uh, what you're hearing about. What are some of the biggest areas of focus this year as far as changes go? So a couple of big things with expansions. Uh, first up is RMA has allowed 10 more crops to be able to elect enterprise units this year. This past summer, they announced forage production. That was a big one. And also some specialty crops have been announced as well, like cabbage and fresh market tomatoes, to name a couple. And of course, check with your agent as it is dependent on the location that you're in. Yeah, so there's always that big chunk of uh, slides at the end of our update meetings that are all those expansion counties, right? And we kind of fly through those, but um, whether it be programs or crops that are being added or subtracted from counties, there's a lot of information buried in those actuarial change slides, isn't there? That's correct. Yeah, so what else have we got? Well, next up on the expansion list is double cropping. So it's an ever-growing list of states and counties that are being allowed to double crop in the country. Uh, This year, they are expanding irrigated FAC and NFAC practices in western Kansas and a little bit more south into the Oklahoma, Texas panhandle region uh, for soybeans. And then also some blanket options in Missouri. On the grain sorghum side, same region, they're allowing a few more counties being added for grain sorghum, though. And it's still for that same irrigated FAC, NFAC and blanket options. Yeah, so I think I recall, I I might have my facts wrong here, but Joe Biden was in Colfax, Iowa on a farm and announced that they were going to uh, expand double cropping. And they've done just that, right? So between double crop uh, soybeans following wheat or grain sorghum following wheat, uh, they've tried to expand the area in which that is an insurable practice. So, and I hear you have some numbers behind this increase as well. 
Well, yeah, here's a fun little statistic for everyone. RMA told us that there has been a 48% increase of insured acres for both FAC soybeans and the grain sorghum. And also on the relay cropping side, there's been a 15% increase. So this program has already been very successful. But relay cropping is kind of a newer term for some producers. And Ryan, do you want to kind of explain what is relay cropping? Yeah, no problem. So let's start with double cropping. Double cropping, we we have one crop, usually wheat, that is planted and harvested, completely finished. And then you would plant a second crop like soybeans or grain sorghum behind it. So there, there are two crops in one season, but they're grown at different times. Relay cropping is a little bit more... Uh, the two crops are in the field growing at the same time. They're actually just time delayed so that you can harvest one without harming the other and then harvest the second crop later. So the most classic example of that is probably still soybeans and wheat where you've planted a wheat crop and then in between rows of wheat, you've planted some soybeans. You would harvest the wheat when it heads out, say in the middle of the summer where the soybeans are still small enough not to be damaged. And then you would harvest the soybean crop after that in the fall as normal. So those are some of like the actuarial changes. But I know I've been hearing a lot lately, uh, very recently, about reporting production and how that process has changed. I'm sure we'll be talking about that at our update meetings as well. Of course, Ryan. And really, that's on the Asian side of the world more so than the producers. But we are now reporting production differently in the system when they key it. And it's just a big change management for everyone, including us in the in the insurance companies. Uh, we'll all get through it, but like any major change in a process, it just takes time for everything to become a habit. So, but for producers, just be sure to report that production timely to your agent so we can all just wrap up the crop year. Perfect. Okay, so what are some policy updates that might directly affect our policyholders? Well, we already touched on that enterprise unit and double cropping expansions, but I would say there's a couple other updates to look forward to if they land in your area. In Missouri and South Dakota, hemp coverage is now going to be available for you. And then sugar beet early harvest adjustment is now going to be an option. And with that option, there's coming some increased acreage thresholds and caps. So look forward to hearing about that and be sure to ask your agent if those crops are affecting you. Sounds like if you're in sugar beet country, wherever that might be, definitely some things to be aware of. Those are some pretty major changes when it comes to sugar beets. What else have we got out there, Kelly? Well, that's on the federal program side. Uh, but FMH, Ryan, what do we have to share with listeners? Yeah, so when I saw our agenda here today, I didn't know I was going to get the privilege to be uh, interviewed, but I am very excited <laughs> to share a few things. So... Um, SCO Plus and ECO Plus are definitely hot topics right now. Been talking a lot about those two private product programs. Of course, those are um, private products that you can add to SCO or ECO essentially to buy back individual coverage where we already have those county endorsements. So that's been a growing program for us. We expect to see it grow again this year. And it's definitely tops of the list and stuff that I am personally excited to talk about. We're also adding Forward Plus to the yield options with the Plus products. So that would be SCO Plus and ECO Plus will have that higher fall price option available with the yield uh, plans there. We see some minor changes to the extra harvest expense plan, which 
used to have a, a, some funny math going on with a 20% deductible, and then you uh, had a multiplier in effect. That is all going away. So if you have at least 20 acres or 20% of your unit that has uh, had some wind damage, we will just pay you that number of acres, and there's no extra math behind it. We've also seen replant hail and wind rates decline uh, both last year and this year, particularly in Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio, uh, Wisconsin as well. Very exciting topics there. We're also going to hear at each one of our update meetings, or almost all of them, you'll hear about FMH's new division, ABS, which is the Ag Brokerage Solutions Division. Uh, they focus on brokering out um, farm business, essentially property and casualty business, to one of our many carriers that we now have contracts with on the PNC side of the business. So you'll you should hear about that. And then uh, for many regions, we're also going to do an extra sales session in the afternoon. That's one thing that I will be doing at all of my update meetings is to put on a little bit of a strategy session around products and how we select products for different customers, how people have different risk. And uh, yeah, very excited about that. And then I also just heard that 2023 was our highest record. We keep breaking records uh, for processed precision acres. And so um, just keep that in mind as you have producers out there that keep adding equipment, that gain acres, the precision process keeps getting refined and keeps getting better and obviously continues to grow. So those are the things that I'm very excited to talk about at our update meetings um, and lots of... Uh, Lots of interesting topics there, but how can everybody learn more, right? If I want to get signed up for a session, um, how, where do, where am I going to do that? Well, for the next six weeks, our five regional trainers are going to hit the road training our agents, making sure they have all that updated information for 2024 spring crops and and update all their materials so they can get their own farmer meetings conducted in January and February. So make sure you just attend those and ask your agent about some of these updates that you heard about today. But Ryan, uh, we have another way for our listeners to learn about some of these updates. Am I right? And yes, along with those update meetings, we'll be diving deeper into some of these topics in our InsureCast episodes in January and February. So we'll make sure to subscribe and listen. We'll also have a new video series where we've covered some of the basics of the multiparel program and crop hail and private products, which those can also be found on YouTube. I believe the private products one is out there right now and the multiparel one will be out there very soon as well. So thank you again, Kelly, for joining us. And thanks to everyone for listening. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and look out for those special video episodes on YouTube. Thanks, Ryan. You bet. You've been listening to FMH InsureCast. We appreciate you joining us today and would like to hear from you. If you have questions about today's topic or an idea to share for an upcoming podcast, you can contact us at fmhpodcast at fmh.com. Thanks for listening. This podcast is intended for information purposes only. See policy provisions, terms, and conditions for details. Products underwritten by Farmers Mutual Hail Insurance Company of Iowa and its affiliates, West Des Moines, Iowa. Farmers Mutual Hail is an equal opportunity provider.